0: Hi there. This is Phil Saint-Romain, and I'll be talking today about spiritual direction. I've been a spiritual director for over 30 years and meet with quite a few people every month for spiritual direction. You can find out more about my ministry of spiritual direction on my website, shalomplace.com. That's S-H-A-L-O-M-P-L-A-C-E.com. I'll be reading from a chapter in my book, Handbook for Spiritual Directees, on what we mean by spiritual direction. It is helpful to have a companion with whom you can share your joys and struggles in living the Christian life. This companion can be your spouse, another family member, or a close friend. When we speak of spiritual direction, however, we're referring to a relationship that is more specifically focused on helping you to grow spiritually. A spiritual director listens and gives feedback about what he or she is hearing and sensing about the movement of the Holy Spirit in your life. This feedback is for your consideration only. The spiritual director is not a guru who tells you what to do. The ideal of spiritual direction is soundly rooted in our understanding of Christian community. The Christian journey is not meant to be an individualistic, privatized spirituality. It is in community that we discover who we are and what we have to share. Spiritual direction provides an opportunity for a friendly and discerning experience of Christian community. As a community of two, you and your spiritual director attempt to discern what the spirit is doing in your life and how you're being called to share your giftedness. Let's talk about spiritual direction in comparison with psychotherapy. From what we've talked about so far, it should already be obvious that spiritual direction is fundamentally different from psychotherapy. A counselor is not concerned with your religious commitments, nor with how the Holy Spirit is leading you. The goals of psychotherapy are different. They're usually to help you deal with painful emotions or to support you in making difficult choices about relationships. A spiritual director might help you deal with the same kinds of issues, but from quite a different perspective. Painful feelings can be discussed in terms of how they lead you away from God, or toward God, or how you invite God into your process. Difficult relationships are also reviewed to discern how God is calling you to love other people and yourself as well. Because spiritual direction and psychotherapy have different goals and emphases, it is possible to benefit from both at the same time. A person who is in counseling should not refrain from spiritual direction because of it, nor should anyone choose a spiritual director over a counselor. In fact, spiritual directors who guide people away from psychotherapy are doing their directees a disservice. It sometimes happens that a spiritual director is also a trained counselor. Even so, the director and directee need to be clear about precisely what is going on in their work together. Finally, we note that psychotherapists generally meet with their clients once a week or more. Such frequent meetings are necessary to process the many feelings and attitudinal changes going on in the person's life. Spiritual directors, on the other hand, Seldom meet with directees more than once every two weeks in the beginning of the relationship and after a while once a month is usually sufficient. What about the agenda in spiritual direction? Some spiritual directors have a set agenda for time spent with their directees but most do not. You will usually be allowed to talk about anything you have on your mind. If your sharing seems to have nothing to do with living the spiritual life, the director will eventually try to steer the discussion in that direction by asking you open-ended questions like how is this affecting your prayer life or your sense of God's presence. Usually the first few meetings will be spent in becoming acquainted. The director will want to know all about your life. Telling your story to another in this way will help you come to know yourself better as well. The listening presence of the director is also a source of great healing. Because the spiritual director is not in the same role as a counselor, he or she may also choose at times to share about his or her life and faith's journey if it can be helpful to you. This can also help you to recognize the spiritual director as a fellow pilgrim on the journey, rather than as someone who has all the answers. After getting to know each other, you and your spiritual director might decide on a few structured activities to work at. Or you might agree to go through a book on spiritual growth together. Many directors are trained for example, in the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius and use these to some degree with their directees. Others know a great deal about keeping a personal journal and may encourage you to keep one if you haven't already started doing so. Most directors these days also respect the fact that different human temperaments are drawn in different ways by the Spirit, so they might want to help you discover your personality type. As you can see, many kinds of issues can be discussed in spiritual direction. Of paramount importance, however, is your life of prayer. A spiritual director is one who will hold you accountable for daily prayer. He or she will be interested in hearing what is happening during your prayer and what you notice happening in your life as a consequence of prayer. Now what about choosing a spiritual director? We have already noted that a spiritual director is not a guru who will tell you what to do and what not to do. I would also like to make a distinction between a spiritual director and a sponsor in a 12-step recovery program. A sponsor is one who has been in such a program for some time and can help new people learn how to recover from addictive involvements using the 12 steps of recovery groups. This is a form of spiritual companionship, to be sure, but I recommend that your spiritual director be more than just a mentor or big buddy for the spiritual journey. Ideally, your spiritual director should be a person with some formal training or experience in this area. He or she should have knowledge of the Christian spiritual tradition, and should be at least generally familiar with psychological development. Your director should be a person of prayer who has attended one or more extended silent retreats. Finally, he or she should also be in spiritual direction with another and should have already worked through painful issues from the past. I consider these minimal requirements for a Christian spiritual director. Generally, The ministry staff at a retreat center are good resources for finding a spiritual director. Most religious communities also have a few qualified people. Pastors can be found who meet these minimal requirements as well, and more and more lay people than ever are functioning effectively in this role. If you do not already have a spiritual director and don't know who to ask, I suggest you call your local retreat house. If you know of no such center, ask your pastor for advice or visit the Spiritual Directors International website. That's at www.sdiworld.org and there Find a Spiritual Director search tool which lists spiritual directors who are members of the organization. Even after choosing one, However, do not think you have to stay with that person if it doesn't seem to be working out. Agree with your director to give the relationship a trial for a while. Then, after a few sessions, evaluate whether you feel comfortable enough to work with each other on an ongoing basis. Finally, let's talk about fees. It is typical for Christians to view ministry as something they have already paid for in the Sunday collection. This holds true for many local congregational or diocesan ministries, but not usually for spiritual direction. Spiritual direction is really a professional service. Therefore, be prepared to offer compensation to your director especially if he or she is not an employee of an institution to which you contribute financially. Most, but not all, spiritual directors have a recommended fee for services, but would also be willing to work something out if you cannot afford the full payment. As Jesus noted, the laborer is worth the payment. Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verse 7. So there's a few considerations about spiritual direction. I hope you will pray about this and consider finding a spiritual director for your life if you don't already have one.